Kink Gems. This is Chantel. You are listening to Kink Intel with Chantel the Gym. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I'm not going to, this is just a prelude, okay? So I'm not going to keep you too long. I just wanted to jump in real quick and explain what you're going to hear. So, um, as many of you know, um, the podcast had got picked up by a Black-owned app called Wisdom. Um, I am over there mm, at least once a day. I tried to be there in the morning, um, to do a morning gym, okay? We were on Facebook doing morning gyms, but then they wanted to be, you know, insert, you know, slang term here um they wanted to be um difficult um and take away the live audio room so now I do them on the app called wisdom um it was such a good episode though that I wanted the collective to hear it okay now you can hear more episodes like this one over on my wisdom page um download the app it's called wisdom it has a little um icon of um (coughs) sorry my throat um, it's like a little, little rainbow icon um, of, I believe it's, is it Einstein or Newton's face? I can't remember. I can't remember. Somebody's face, okay? Um, I'm pretty sure it's Einstein's. I'm pretty sure it's Einstein's. Um, anyway, so it's an Einstein's head is like a rainbow color or something like that. If you need help finding said app, just let me know. I can, I can definitely get you there. Um, I am also now going to be over on Wisdom, um, not Wisdom, woo. I'm also going to be over on Clubhouse, um, during the week as well. I'm going to try to do that more than once. Um, I... I really, really, really um, just want to get everybody to where the places that I am <laughs> so that you can listen to me actually do these conversations. Anyway, I'm not going to keep you. Um, this conversation was bomb. You're going to absolutely love it. We had a guest on stage I wasn't prepared for. Um, there's some other ones like this in my inventory over on Wisdom. You can listen to all of them. You can play them all back. Um, good content, good interaction. People actually interact there. Okay. So I have all different kinds of views and stuff. Again, beautiful dialogue. Just wanted to get everybody in on the conversation. Um, going to go ahead and stop talking <laughs> so that you can hear me talk some more. Um, but about the actual topic. Alrighty. I love you so much. I love you so, so much. I love you before I meet you. Go ahead and enjoy the, um, the topic. Reach out to me if you need me. Um, I still have seats open, um, as far as my books go. So yeah, up and stuck y'all. Love you. Good morning. Good morning, my loves. Um, so apologies for being in my ear the last couple of days. You guys don't know I'm always coming with apologies. I need to start like sending out like, you know, MIA messages or something like that, or coming on here to let you guys know why I'm not gonna be on here. Um, I caught whatever bug is um going around the collective and I've been um literally like attached to my blankets and my my pillow um I'm just coming out of what seemed to be like a full body shutdown um like very very weak very hard to even like stand up and cook and like move around and take my pup out and all that stuff so 
I'm just now coming out of that where my body doesn't feel as heavy. So with that being said, I'm able to lift up my head <laughs> and do a morning gym. Um, now let's go ahead and get into it. It is 1025. I'm an hour behind my normal schedule. Um, but today's schedule doesn't look like everyday schedule because again, I'm sick. So I made sure that you guys were my first stop. Um, with that being said, I wanted to bring some attention to, um, quite frankly, when a person is actually interested in healing or actually interested in evolving, um, they stop making excuses, okay? First and foremost, right? There's some self-accountability that's present, but the excuses stop. Um, and I want to dive into this because I have uh, people who I have come in contact with um, who make this very evident, right? That they're on the extreme end of what I'm going to be talking about today. So I wanted to bring this um, to the collective's forefront because maybe you have more of these people around you. Um, I have recently been looking for... Um, networking friends and things like that um, since I've been dealing with my mother wound. And um, I've come across more women, right, than normal, than I normally would socialize with because I'm an introvert. Um, and I've come across quite a bit of women who have this problem. So let me, let me explain what I'm talking about. So um, we all know that the healing journey right now is mainstream okay what do I mean by that I mean that it looks good <laughs> it sounds good it sounds it sounds good right there's there's memes and classes and uh all kinds of things right there's stores now there's journals there's crystal stores and like it's mainstream now like it's cute to be on a healing journey right and then they don't know that it's like uh, to the inferno <laughs> until they started, but um, it's cute. It's mainstream, right? It's it's what's it right now, right? It's the new hottest track that just got dropped is the healing journey, right? Being spiritual, right? That's the new thing. Um, what comes with this? Fakes, <laughs> people who are faking. Um, people who are hopping on a trend, right? They learn certain verbiage to keep up with the conversations, never really have done any of this, right? Um, and the reason why I'm leaning into this is because I've come a lot of come through a lot of women um, who are in this realm of what I'm talking about. Um, and I'm going to give perfect examples. Um, unfortunately, I have plethora, uh, a plethora of them because of the fact that I have been trying to um, interact with the masses <laughs> as of late. Um, so let me, let me go into it a little bit. So we have, just like any trend, people who, you know, hop on there at the last minute, right? They, they just want it to look good. They want to be able to talk about these things with their friends, with their colleagues, whatever. They want to be able to fit in, right? Um, which tangent, the other day on my Facebook, I put... Um, um, it, it just kind of hit me. I put that social media is the perfect example about how everybody's inner child just wants to fit in. Everybody's inner child just wants to be understood and just wants to fit in. And social media is the perfect example that everybody just wants to be included. Um, and 
going back to the topic at hand, it, it shows as well with the healing trend, right? Now, if you are about this life, you know that there's nothing really cute or fun about the healing journey, right? Um, this is sucks, right? The more you heal, the less you want to be bothered. <laughs> the more you heal, the less that you connect with people that you used to. You're losing family members left and right, friends, associates, whatever. You don't understand them anymore. You see a lot of things that they do as negative. It, 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 like, it gets real over here. It gets very lonely. <laughs> um, but you have people who like to hop on the trend, buy the crystals, right? Buy a deck of tarot cards um, and, you know, slap a name on it and start to shuffle and turn on YouTube. And I'm, I'm not bashing people who, you know, read tarot or anything. Please understand the message I'm saying. I'm saying that amongst the, the real, there's always going to be people who want to hop on things because it looks good. Okay. Now let me tell you what it's going to sound like. Okay. Because unfortunately I feel like I have become a sort of expert, <laughs> um, understanding the fakes versus the real. So there's people who, um, and again, I use people generally who claim that they are healing yet every conversation you have with them, they bring up a trauma from the past. <clears throat> I'm not really good at acting. I never really got into it, but I'm going to give you a little skit, okay? So say, um, I don't know, I'm pulling two random names. Say Lisa and Amber are talking, okay? Lisa is actually on a healing journey, okay? Say that she's been doing it four years. Let's give Lisa four years of healing, right? Let's say Amber okay, is one of these people I'm referring to that really isn't about this life, but she's definitely acting like it, okay? Every single time that Lisa and Amber have a conversation, Amber brings up the fact that she wasn't hugged a lot by her mother and how she feels really sad about the fact that her and her mom don't have a relationship, okay? Now, we're not going to bash Amber and say that, oh, well, you should probably get over that, Okay, we're not going to do that because everybody's healing journey is different. Okay, the way people experience trauma is different, right? But what we are going to do is when we talk to Amber, we're going to say, you know what, I completely understand that pain, right? But let's focus on how you can live with that being part of your story and not it being who you are. Did y'all catch that? Let's go over that again. So let's talk about how you can live with it being a part of your story and not it becoming all of who you are. Whoa there, somebody just got a little dizzy. Okay, let's, let's do another one, okay? So let's say Lisa and Amber continue talking, right? Because Amber, Amber started talking about how she could get better, right? She started talking about the things that she could do but in that conversation, we backslid again. We slid again. And, and in that conversation, it was, you know what? Yeah, my niece has a really, she's a, she's a better time at, than I did because her and her mom really have a relationship. Me and my mom don't, right? Every conversation you have with Amber regurgitates this trauma that she has with her mother. Now, let me throw some context in here so you can get a better picture. I'm a picture-oriented type person. I like, I like visuals. Let's say Lisa 
is, mm, let's say she, Lisa's 28. Amber's 45. And the thought process of having some self-accountability, talking about ways to improve, ways to heal, is kind of just drifting past Amber's head. Like it's not landing. Amber continuously goes over and over and over again how she wishes she has this connection with her mom. So what what does Lisa do? Lisa says, okay, you know what? This feels like a real pain point for you. So I recommend maybe trying to have that relationship with your mom. Is that something that's acceptable? Like, is it, is it, not say acceptable, let's say, is it healthy? Is it a safe space for you to try to have that relationship with your mom? Right? And Amber goes, no, it's not. It's not. She, she just doesn't get it. Okay. So at this point, Amber is with the choice. Okay. And this is the choice a lot of people don't see. Amber can either choose to continue to mourn this failed relationship she has with her mother, or she can choose to focus on ways, here we go again, to make it a part of her story, but not who she is. You are not every failed thing that's ever happened into your life and the sum, okay? There's a string of reality that happens that makes up who you are and not all of it is going to be negative right there's some happy moments spread in there even if there's just a little bit right so instead of letting it consume you right how about we make it a part of your journey right let's make it let's make it a story that you tell people when you get to the other side Man, you know what? I didn't think I was going to make it through that, but I got through that. Or you wouldn't believe that me and my mom don't even have a good relationship, but me and my daughter do. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's it's the difference between claiming that you are healing and actually doing the work. People who actually are interested in healing lean into that energy and they stop making excuses. Because the moment that you make up your mind, yes, I am actually ready to start healing a lot of this trauma that I've gone through. I'm ready to start healing the fact that I am anxious all the time, the fact that I am depressed when it gets cold outside, right? I'm actually going to work on these things that are happening to me or these things that I know that I can, I can work on these things. Now, let's, let's put a pin in that right now for just a second. And let me be very, very clear. Healing is a nonstop journey. Healing is a scavenger hunt, not a race. You are going to come in contact with people who just don't have certain things healed yet. That's fine. But what I am referring to is the want to heal that thing. Okay, we're not, our, our energy isn't re-steering up these feelings every time we have a conversation. Our our energy isn't going into um, being stuck in that rut. Our energy is getting ourselves the out, okay? We are working on getting out of that energy. So let me explain what's been happening in my point of view based off of me trying to, you know, find like-minded friends. 
Um, I have found a lot of women, okay? Obviously, I am looking for friends that are also women, okay? Um, I, I hope that doesn't go over anybody's head. It's not like I'm shuffling through the bunches and, you know, anyway. <laughs> um, with that being said, the information I'm about to share is going to be based off of the con- concise information that I've received so far over the women that I've come in contact with, okay? So most of the women that have, um, when they find out I'm a life coach, right? We start talking about mental health, generally where things go, okay? Um, They'll let me know that they are also on their journey. That's great, I'm proud of you, okay? It's not an easy thing, it's not. But then when they go into the fact that they're on their journey, Here's the, here's the kicker. After they say they're on their journey and they're healing and they're doing, you know, they're trying to live their best lives, then they start to tell me about all their trauma. Hmm. Okay. Maybe, maybe you're looking, you're looking for me to connect with you on some level on this trauma. I'm not, I'm not into trauma bonding. So you telling me about your trauma, the, the first conversation that we talk to each other isn't, isn't appealing to me. Right, that's that's the equivalent of um, uh, going on the date and talking about your ex the whole time. You get what I'm saying? Like it's it's not like I, I get what you're trying to do, maybe, but it's not it's not hitting the way that you think it is. So I just gently explain, like, oh no, yeah, I get it. You know, everybody has you know things that they're going through, but I'm really happy again reiterating that you're on your healing journey because you know that means that you've gotten through, you know, some of this. If not, you are getting through some of this. Right. Um, conversation continues. Maybe that conversation stops and a new one starts another day. Right. Then a reference to the trauma comes up again. Now, this is the pattern that some people are stuck in. Yes. Part of the healing journey is recognizing the trauma and recognizing what is going on. OK, it's like the it's like the veil gets taken away from your eyes you know, like they diluted your eyes or whatever and that that itch goes away, okay? It's like you finally can see now. That's a beautiful part, yes, okay? It's terrifying as well sometimes, depending on what you have going on in your life, that, you know, all these different things are happening. You never noticed it before. Now you're privy to realizing it. I'm so proud of you for even getting to that point. I really am. But what's the step after that, Right? What's the step after that? Are we staying at this step now? Is that is that the is that the thing now? Are we staying at the step now where we just start calling out things that we're seeing is wrong, but we're not doing any work in our own world to make sure that we don't have to either A, deal with these things or that they're not all of who we are? Which, I mean, by all means, let me know. Is, is that what we're doing now? I'm I'm confused because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Just a general, just a general opinion here. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me for you to realize what's wrong and want to stay in what's wrong. We made it our home now. It's like, it's like we, we set up shop, like, Oh, I see what's wrong now. Okay, okay. I see what's wrong. Let me, let me stop right here. Let me stop right here. This is what we're going to do. 
So are we healing or not? <laughs> I should get a t-shirt that says that. Healing or not? Like, are we are we doing this for real? Or, or does it sound good? I mean, I mean, because for me, it's it's like where's the where's the rest of it? Where's the rest of it, right? And it doesn't it doesn't matter what. Um, let me let me also give this this caveat here. It doesn't matter what you believe in. You know your beliefs, whether they're spiritual, religious, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm not I'm not one of those people that judges or that divides. Okay, I'm not one of those people. Um, I do feel like it doesn't matter what that is. Either way, if there is something going on in your life. Nine times out of ten, if it doesn't feel right to you, there's some type of effort or energy that is um, put into fixing that thing, right? Right? Like, um, if 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 there's like a leaky roof, you don't just be like, oh, I see where it leaks now, and then you just you know lay down, you know, like like there's there's some type of effort or energy keeping keeping your house afloat, keeping it together, right? So, so I say this to say, right, which you guys know I could rant for hours. I really could. Mental health and healing and everything is, is my jam, okay? This is, this is what I do. Um, so I, I could talk about this forever, um, but I'm, I'm not, okay? <laughs> More so out of respect for you and your time, um, but also because hopefully you get the, you get the image, um, just like anything else, there's people who try to blend in under the guise of this is what they're really about, or this is something that they actually know how to do. Um, but I promise you, if you listen closely or pay attention to the the actions that are happening while they are going through conversations with you, while they are going through their life, and maybe they're talking to you about what's going on, you will be able to fully, clearly see how that is not exactly what you're doing. What you're doing is stating that you have a problem over and over again. Okay. And I don't know if any of you are like me. Okay. And it it may be the, it may be the spectrum. It may be the ADHD. I don't know, but I'm not really big on people complaining about the same thing over and over again. That's not really my, my thing. I'm very resolution oriented, hence the life coaching part. You spilled the milk? I get it. I'm so sorry you spilled your milk. Let's go ahead and get a paper towel and clean that up. You want to talk to me over and over again about how it's crazy that you spilled your milk? That's ah, probably not going to go over the way that you think it is. <laughs> I, I'm not the type for you to oh, the same thing, the same thing. 15 conversations in a row and not one of those conversations did we come up with an actual plan for you to go forward and you actually apply it right because it's one thing to make a plan it's another thing to actually apply it to your life right it's one thing to say this is what's wrong it's another thing to actually pull up your sleeves and actually start to fix it start to do the work it's one thing to say that You can see what's wrong. It's another thing to hold yourself accountable for your part of what went wrong. Do you see where I'm going with this? So just be mindful, please. Pretty, pretty, please. Because the, 
the opposite side of this that a lot of people don't see, right? Which I get privy to see, lucky me, because of my purpose here on this, on this, in this lifetime, is the damage that is done from the people who say that they are really healing, but instead they're not, right? It's like, um, it's literally like a virus dressed up like the cure. Right? Like you, you, you were expecting this person to also be on this journey with you. You guys start talking, you start, you know, becoming friends, romantic partners, acquaintances, business relationships, whatever it is. And slowly you start to realize, ah, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> slowly you start to realize, like, ah, you're a Trojan horse. And the damage that that does, right, con- considering the fact that this person felt like you were on a journey with them, maybe they were more vulnerable around you because they felt like you were on the same page, right? Like there's a lot, there's a lot of, of things that go into this. So just be mindful, okay? Because the amount of people that I have sitting in, in my, you know, proverbial chair, if you will, most of, if not all of, my sessions are online. So that's the reason why I'm saying proverbial. But the amount of people that I have sitting on my in my proverbial chair telling me about people that they just could have sworn were going to be friends for a long time or were going to be, you know, partners for a long time because of the way that they presented themselves at the beginning. Child, they were mirroring you, okay? I hope that you guys know what that means. For those who don't, I will give a little a little bit snippet of what that is. One second, let me let my pup in the room. She is going crazy. Come on, girl. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. Uh. Sit down. Sit. Sit down. Cash. Thank you. So sorry. Um. So. Let me tell you what mirroring is, okay? Um, Mirroring is the new catfish, okay? Mirroring is at the beginning of a relationship, any kind, where the person pretty much, pretty much listens to you about all the things that you like, all the things you love, and then they mirror whatever that is so it looks like that they are actually somebody who's about whatever life you're talking about that's what mirroring is okay that was a very general concise description but we're not here to talk about mirroring today so if you want more information or it sounds like something you've been through definitely reach out to me because it is a new catfish i have tons of clients who are going through that right now as well unfortunately um so you are, you know, meeting people, you're out here trying to live your best life. Maybe you are not meeting new people. Maybe it's the old people that are doing this, right? And they say that they're on this healing journey or you started your healing journey and they're like, yeah, you know what? I'll do it too. And then all of a sudden they're not, it's not, it's not holding up, right? Everything that they said that they were doing isn't what they were doing, <laughs> And it becomes very obvious, right? For those of us who have been on our healing journey for, you know, some years, even those of us who have been on our healing journeys for, you know, 
a couple months, depending on your ability to pick up on these things, can readily see when people are just lying. Okay, it's cap. Okay, it, it, it's a farce. <laughs> you're not telling the truth, Jonah. You're not telling, like you know, like it's 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 not it's not what it is. Okay, they act like they are on the same journey as you, and they're not. And it becomes more and more evident, and you're like, whoa, wait a minute, right? So as a person who's actually on their healing journey, dealing with fake people who really just don't, um, <laughs> who really just don't want to do the work, or they don't know how, and they're scared to ask, or they feel like it's, it's you know, crystals and sitting under moonlight, right? Um, they, they feel like it's chanting affirmations every day and that's it, right? There's a sector of people who are actually doing the work. And I mean, when I say doing the work, I mean the isolation that it comes with, the, the purging of their own toxicity, which I hate that word because it's become very mainstream and people don't even know what that means but pretty much purging their own negative thought processes, the things that they do every day. Oh, we have a guest. Hello, hi, Santel, how are you? I'm good, my love, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm blessed, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm in a good space. And I like I like I like what you're talking about in regards to healing. Um, I think we all need that in, mm-hmm. in some shape, form, or fashion. But I think I think sometimes we don't put forth the effort. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, I also I I was listening to what you were saying in regards to kind of separating yourself from those that don't mean you well, that are kind of fake, especially yeah. when you're you know, on a verge or on, you know, on a road to healing and healing could be, it's so vague, but it it could be in so many aspects. It could be spiritually, mentally, it could be physically, you know, um, I just, I just, I just had to chime in because I thought what you not only are speaking about is valid. I think it's very important. I think it's critical because we all go through something. And we all need healing. And sometimes I don't believe we know how. I don't think we have the resources. You know, I just I just really think what you're speaking about is awesome. So I wanted to kind of chime in and, you know, kind of chop it up with you in regards yeah. to that. Yeah, well, I appreciate you. I really do. Um, talking about healing is literally what I do every day. <laughs> um so for me, um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely get what you're saying. It is very important and it can be on different levels and different aspects. Um, and regardless of which aspect it does apply to, you know, those who are listening, it's still the same um, amount of energy that you need to put into making sure it's a safe space for you to do so. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, when it comes to people, I like to refer to people as like plants, right? So say that you, you plant something in your garden and you plant it in like a very shaded area. Um, don't really change the soil. It doesn't get a whole lot of water, right? This would be the equivalent of you being around negativity, you being around people who don't support you really, truly. 
um, you being in, you know, just negative spaces, places that really aren't for you. Um, you're not going to grow in those spaces. You're going to be stifled. A tree can only grow as much as the space is, um, you know, provided around it. So yeah, I, when you're I, I, actually, okay. go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 okay. I'm sorry. Good. <laughs> um, but when you I like, actually, I like what you're using. I like the tree thing. I, I think it's good. Go yeah. ahead. I'm listening. Yeah. So um, when you actually replant that same plant, right, into a space where it can actually grow, say that it gets sunlight, it gets water, which is you, you know, all the self-love stuff. And then, um, you know, you being around people who actually pour into you, right? Um, you pouring into yourself, yada, yada. Y'all know the scripture, right? Because it's everywhere. Um, when you get into spaces like that, that actually allow you the space to grow into who you are genuinely, naturally, without any, you know, um, blockages, then you grow into who you already are inside, right? People don't add to you. Like your life doesn't add into you. Everything that you need is already in you. It just provides space for you to pull it out. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think a lot of us don't live up to their our fullest potential. But And I also believe some of us are ignorant to that. Like, we don't know. True. You know, some of us don't even know what we're capable of or nor do we believe we can do it. You know, I've had this conversation with a good friend of, my, of ours. Like, just in, in, for example, like, you'll see someone with a really nice car and be like, oh, my God, that car is beautiful. And then I'll say, well, where's yours? And they're like, oh, no, I, I, I can have that car. I would. Yeah. You, you don't have it. Cause you don't, you don't believe that you can be in that position. You don't believe that you can possess these things. So you won't, you know what I mean? Exactly. It, it's also self-encouragement. It's self-belief. Yep. If you don't yep. believe, then how can you convince anyone else? You know, if that makes any sense, you know, and, and yeah. what you said was key in regards to who you surround yourself with, you know, how I, how I've, learn to kind of deal with those that don't hold my best interest as I do what, what I call, I do, I do, I call, I call random tests. I do mm -hmm. things for people. I feel, I feel like a friendship or any real relationship should be mutual. So what I would do is I would put myself in a position or I would set up the person and put them in a position to do something for me that I would do for them. So yeah. what, even if I don't immediately do what I call put them on knockoff, I would, I would at least know where I stand. If that makes mm -hmm. any sense. It does. You know, I, be, I really believe, you know, a lot, your, your circle is who you are. You know, some it people, is. you know, some people are, are, are a misrepresentation of who you are. So if they not are, you know, if they're not in line with what you're trying to do, what your plans are, any type of ideal, then why deal with them at all? You need to separate yourself because you can't live in your fullest potential. You can't achieve or become who that is, like you're saying, within yourself. Very true. Very true, yeah. Your, your circle can either enhance or block. It's really that, it's really that simple. They're either going to assist you in making sure that you can do what you can do or they're going to block your blessings. Absolutely. But, but see, I think so. I, I think I think we also make have the mistake of we we sit there and we we want people to be a certain way. Like we we 
we give them a lot of credit. We, we you know what I mean? We yeah. don't want them to be who they are. Right. So we kind of drag them along. We keep them around knowing we already saw the red flags. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's kind of, you know, disheartening, but you'd be like, man, you know, I wish he or she wasn't this way because you actually grow a real love or built a real, you know, solid relationship with them. But you're like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, then you try, but then, you know, some people are going to be who they are, you know, and and you do have to just kind of cut them off, you know, not yeah, to be harsh. Definitely. Yeah, you definitely have to um, accept people for who they are in that moment. Like, um, I know when, um, uh, how does she say this? She says, um, in the moment when you see somebody um, doing something that may be a flag for you, think to yourself, is it something that I'm willing to deal with for the rest of my life? If the answer is no, then that lets you know that, that, that you might need to start heading on out. Because you can't control how other people heal or how other people shift. This person could grow into somebody who does that one thing literally all the time. Yeah. So it's very pivotal for you to start taking people at face value and not their potential. How people are is generally to some degree how they're going to continue to be. People don't generally do a complete rehaul of who they are, you know, are overnight. That's just not. not yeah, they, I mean, you're right. Change, change is inevitable, but they just don't change. That's like me yeah. saying, that's like you're getting angry and I'll tell you, don't be mad now. That's right. Okay. Right. It's, you know, it's kind of asinine to think that that, you know, that to believe that that could even happen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I said, in regards to the red flags, you see them, but you, you did make a point about, you know, uh, you know, holding them up to their potential. If they're not walking or living in their potential, then typically, you know, especially in a, a, a certain time in your life. You know what I mean? If, yeah. if you're still doing the same things, then you, you're honestly, you're not going to change. But it's up to you to make that decision, you know, whether you're going to still have dealings with them or not. You know, I mean, and, and with, you know, healing, I guess, in regards to healing, you know, one thing I had to also learn about the healing process, you know, you can't expect someone to heal the way you would because you're two different people. So you, you kind of got to have that ear, you know, especially if there's someone dear to you or you do have that relationship where you converse and they're kind of open up to you, then you can just kind of you know, somewhat put together uh, some type of focus or plan as to how to aid them when they're trying to heal in their process. But, you know, being that you are two different people, I used to, I, I, I got to be honest, I, I want to be completely transparent. I would get frustrated mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. certain things I would expect someone to get over with or just let go, they didn't, you know, and, and I was like, and I would be frustrated or sometimes it would kind of, annoyed me and I had to really take a self look like you know what hold up bro like you tripping you know what I'm saying truthfully yeah. that's not how you can't expect someone to do what you would do right you know yeah no that makes all the sense in the world I would um I mean I feel like we've all done it to some degree right get frustrated when someone's not really handling a situation that we feel like should be handled a certain way um, and obviously that includes, you know, healing and, you know, being able to um, associate with different situations mentally a different way. Because some of us have the, the ability to um, disengage and disassociate with things and other people feel it like on 10,000. And it could be like the smallest thing to us, but to them, it's like their entire world is like blown apart. 
So when they're healing from these things, it's obviously going to take more time for them to heal versus, you know, for me, that was like a paper cut. Like, okay. Right. Um, so yeah, no, I definitely get that. Um, people definitely have their different, different um, speeds. Um, I always refer to healing as a scavenger hunt. It's not a race. So everybody is um, looking for different things. We're all looking for, you know, this list of items and we all come across these different list of items at different times. Um, and it takes us each different time, you know, time processes to find them. Um, so yeah, it is very different for everybody. Um, but even with that being said, it still takes uh, self-accountability and, Absolutely. Absolutely. and being able to, you know, understand that, okay, so um, I can't stay in this space that I'm in right now for me to get to this next item. I need to be able to understand that this is something that happened to me and not all of who I am. And that is the part where I feel like a lot of people get stuck um, is understanding that, okay, you figured out the problem. You figured out the issue. One of your issues, that's great. That's a beautiful thing. Now, how are we going to fix that thing? Right. What are we going to do to move from this space of, I um, like, you know, taking it from plucking it out of your life? Like, what are we going to do? What's the next step? Exactly. Because you're just sitting there talking about it over and over again. Believe me, you're not doing anything but bringing more of it around you. And you haven't, and you haven't really made a conscious decision to make it better. You're there still harping. You're still harping on that situation, whatever that may be. Like, exactly. I think that's huge. Like, what are you going to do about it? You know what's yep. wrong. You've identified yep. with the issue. So, what are you going to do about it? You know, and you're right. People get really complacent. They get really stuck, you know. But see, I think, too, a lot of people don't seek help. You know, you have those that are stubborn and, and figure that they can do it themselves. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong for from getting another from gaining another perspective or insight from someone else. You know, it, it, you, you'd be surprised. Like I have close friends of mine that shut completely shut down. They don't want to talk to no one. They disappear. They block you out. And I'm like, what are we doing? You know, what am I here for? You know, and but and, and, and when it's reciprocated, they're the first ones to give you advice. And, you know, they want to tell you how, but then, you know, they don't want to take it from anyone else. So they're 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 stuck. They're in that mud or that uh, quicksand. <laughs> You're consciously trying to dig yourself out but you're still in that hole because you're not seeking the help or the hand that you may need very true i like this you know i'm new to this my cousin put me on and I, I think this is really awesome you know just to have this dialogue you know about any and all you know i think this is really awesome like i like this I've, I've been on it since i got on it this morning like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's, um, it's good stuff you know yeah, wow. I'm on here and on Clubhouse. Are you on Clubhouse too? I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm. I'm so. I, I, I got to be honest. I work. I work a lot and I do music a lot. So the thing is, mm -hmm. I'm. I've been kind of shut out. But now, you know, my cousin, he's into a lot. A lot of this stuff. So he's kind of opened my eyes to what's out there. And he put me on this mm -hmm. literally maybe half hour ago. So I said, you know, <laughs> I think this is like awesome, and especially what yeah. you're talking about. Um, I'm definitely going to follow you. Big shout out to Chantel. Salute. 
you're doing what you're doing is amazing. You know, uh, big shout, man. Salute for what you're doing. Keep doing it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. I will certainly follow you now. Uh, I got to take a business call, but I will be back because I like this. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, hopefully I'll see you around. Absolutely. You take care. You too, love. All right, bye. Um, yeah, so beautiful things mentioned. So sorry, y'all. My pup is, I, I locked her outside my room and now she's like, pay attention to me. Um, anyway, so back to the, the matter at hand, I'm kind of like what he was talking about, how, um, we don't ask for help. We don't ask for help. So sorry, she knocked something over. Um, go lay down cash. Jesus girl. Um, Four months going on 40, I swear. Um, anyway, so back to the matter at hand. Like he was talking about where we don't ask for help, where we're a, a society and a culture of people who do a lot of things by ourselves, right? We're very um, misindependent, very individual amongst thyself, right? And I'm going to speak specifically for black culture, right? Because this is the, the culture that I'm, I'm associated with. I know that this goes across all of the collective. I'm aware of that, but I'm speaking from my experience. So obviously that is for my community, okay? Um, we are a, a people of wanting to do everything independently. We all, all of us, right? Say you have a room full of a hundred black women. Each of them are going to try to figure out how to do it by themselves. And that is the part, that's the thinking right there that makes it hard to get anywhere when it comes to mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, whatever it is. Because instead of maybe say 10 of those women coming together going, hey, how, how, do, we, how do we get this, this situation together? What's, what's your input? What's your input? Let's all work on it together. And I'm going to add this part to it. Not only have a conversation worthy of like some actual like resolution but actually apply it afterwards right and not see anybody as enemy afterwards or then go you know out for ourselves after we have the conversation like to have an actual community um i said this the other day on my tiktok that as a collective as a community okay and i mean across the diaspora as as a community we are all trying to do things by ourselves that historically have been shown to be successful done in villages, tribes, with a, a, a collective of people, a hive mind. We are now trying to do those things individually. And that is why people are stressed out. My love, you're trying to figure out world hunger by yourself, by yourself. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's also a very good point to put in there because when you are looking at healing, regardless of what that means to you, okay? Because like he was saying, it, it can be on a different level depending on who you are, okay? Regardless of what that means to you, I promise you, at least getting started, it's, it's gonna make more sense to have someone around you that understands the ropes, Right. And I always in I'm not going to stay on my soapbox here because I'm on here very often. Right. My soapbox when it comes to this part, 
because a lot of people don't see the the value, quote unquote, in having a life coach. And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Before I started my journey, I didn't know what the hell one was. What do you mean a life coach? What is that? Right? It, 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 it takes a lot for people to fully grasp their mental. Oh, is that something like a therapist? I mean, like, it, it mentally, you need someone in your corner that can help realistically put down the stepping stones for you to get through certain situations, okay? If that's a therapist, by all means, go forward, okay? I'm not bashing therapy. I have a therapist, okay? I think we all need therapy to some degree. I am one of those people. But if that's also a life coach in addition to, or just a life coach, then I highly recommend that as well. And I'm not gonna shameless plug me in here and say that you should get you me, okay? Because I know I'm not for everyone. But you do need a team of people. This could be a, a family group, cousins, um, elders in your life, whatever it is, right? We don't have that. Um, and again, talking about Black America here, we don't have that council that we used to, right? Where you used to go to grandmama's house and it was all her and her sisters all sitting at the table about to make sweet potato pie from scratch. We don't have that anymore. Everyone's trying to do things individually that has been proven to be done by a collective. That includes healing. You need some type of tribe. You need some type of group to keep you grounded. Because when I tell you that healing is not for the, and, and it sounds funny when you say it, but healing is not for the weak. It's not. Once you start this journey, you're not gonna be able to stop. Literally, once you start and you start seeing things for what they are, it's hard to go back. There's no way. It's like you've taken off the blindfold and you threw it in the trash. There's no way to go back to not being able to see the things that you see now. Their only way through is forward. Which takes me back to the whole point of this conversation today, which is you need to be mindful of the people who are saying that they are on the same journey as you and they're not. Be mindful of the people who are dressed up as the cure and they're really the virus. There's tons of people who feel like they know what they're doing, but they don't, and they don't want to ask for help. But guess what happens? And I know, I know I'm one of these people, okay? And I continuously hit my head on this wall. I'm one of those people that I want to save you, right? I want to save you. I want, I want to show you what it's like on this side, right? Because once you go through the inferno, it, it gets pretty more tolerable, right? Once you're on your healing journey. I want to show you what that's like. I want to sit you down. I want to have a coaching session. I want to do this with everybody, right? I want to pour into everybody. That's my, that's my problem, right? But I'm sure that I have at least of the 35 people that are listening, probably 20 of you at minimum, also have the issue where when there's somebody that you care about, you want to swoop in and you want to save them. You want to make sure that they're okay. You want to pour into them. You want to let them know, hey, it's okay that you did X, Y, and Z, but let's get you to the other side. You want them 
to be okay. But when you're dealing with somebody who is hell bent on talking about the problem versus the resolution, they pull you down with them. Anytime you talk to them now, your energy plummets. Anytime they come around now, your thought pride, oh, here we go with this, right? Man, I know she's going to bring up X and Y. That is literally pulling you from wherever you were down to where they are. And as much as we love them, as much as we want them to be better, we want them to get past this part of their life, we have to understand that sometimes us trying to save them stops them from learning what they need to learn. Some people need to fall on, look, about the curse. Some people need to trip up, okay? Some people need to hit their head. They need to skin their knee. Sometimes that needs to happen for them to actually get it. And sometimes you're what's stopping them from getting it. Your helping hand every single time they want to talk about their mother wound. Every single time they want to talk about how their dad didn't pick them up in fifth grade from school. They were sitting on the stoop waiting for dad. Dad never came back. You, that conversation is happening. It's still every conversation. And you're there to listen. You're there to soothe those, those emotions. Guess what you're becoming? An emotional support animal. Some people need to hear and need to understand. That's not all of who you are. And I'm not going to say bye and let you make that all of who you are. I've had to step away. Completely just, oh, can't do it. From people who wanted to sit in their trauma. Every conversation was my mom of this, my mom of that, my mom this, my mom that. You wouldn't believe my mom. You wouldn't believe, like, the stuff that I've gone through, this, this, and that. And it's like, okay, are you having a good day today? Did you eat today? Right? What are we going to do about this situation? And I know many of you are probably going to disagree with me when I say this, but anybody can get it. And when I say that, I mean anybody can get cut off, parents included. If it comes down to me and my mental health, which then transcribes into my physical health, yeah, I have no problem. And I've had to. I'm speaking from experience. So I do think it's very important, like he was saying, to you know make sure that you are not only going from the point of, I understand what the problem is, but can we fix it now? It is not all of who you are, okay? And I think that's such a discredit to you or to whoever it is to make yourselves all of the pain that you've gone through. It's such a discredit to your life force, to who you are as a being. 
you're through all of that. Let's talk about the fact that you triumphantly got through all of the pain that you've been through. You get what I'm saying? Like it's a mindset. It's definitely a mindset. Are we going to talk about the pain? Are we going to talk about what you learned from that pain? Right? Are we going to talk about the fact that they tried to take you out? Or are we going to talk about the fact that you're still here to tell me about how they tried to take you out? It is a difference in the conversation. Right? Which is why I started this whole thing off with saying that people who are really into healing lean into that energy and they stop making excuses. The conversation hits different. And I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about or else you wouldn't still be here listening to me. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. You know the people I'm talking about. That every time you talk to them, there's a woe is me story. But there's no self-accountability about how they put themselves in those predicaments probably half the time. There's no self-accountability about how they knew that that was a problem, but they stayed. There's no self-accountability. You can't make someone be self-accountable. They have to do that for themselves, hence the self part in self-accountable. It is a beautiful thing to know what's wrong. And I applaud the collective, right? Even if you are faking <laughs> for being a part of a healing journey and understanding that things, things aren't what they seem all the time. But let's get to the next part, right? Let's get to the next step. Okay, so you identified that you have a faulty foundation and your roof is cracked and it's leaking. Let's get to let's get the right team in here to get this together. It doesn't have to be me. But it needs to be somebody. A lot of lives would be different if they just realized that asking for the help is the only thing that is taking you from point A to point B. You're still at point A because you don't want to ask for the help. You want to do everything by yourself, right? Which I'm, I'm sure in a lot of cultures is kind of a badge of honor, right? Oh, I did this by myself. I did it with no help, right? We, we say things like, yeah, that's all me. I did that all by myself. I got it out the mud, so to speak. I didn't ask for any assistance. Oh man, it was hard, but I did it, right? Such a beautiful thing. But I often ask, did you have to do it by yourself? Did you have to? Did you want to? Did you deny yourself the very capable people who were there to help you? It doesn't have to be that way. And this is the reason, there's another reason why I love life coaches, right? 
because life therapists, right? Life coaches know each other, right? We talk about different things. We, we help expand each other. And the reason why I love life coaches so much is because if, say my friend Angela gets a client that she's trying to help and she feels like I'm a better fit for her client, like I know more about whatever it is they're going through, she'll tell her client, hey, I'm gonna refer you to Chantel. The, the gym the gym has been through exactly this. I'm, I'm gonna get you over to her, okay? You're in good hands is what I'm trying to say. You just need to find your people. And if it's not life coaches, then get around some people who understand it. I don't care what they look like. <laughs> it could be your cousins, okay? It can be Nana and Papa. Okay? But get around those people. This is the time, right? We're, we're about to go into the new year. Fortify your team. Get your council together, right? Clean out the people who really ain't supposed to be there. Fortify those people. Make sure they know their place. Love on those people. Spend, spend time with your tribe and those people now. Okay. All right, y'all. Y'all know I don't like being on my soapbox for long. I love y'all. I love y'all. Love y'all a long time. I love you before I meet you. Um, if for whatever reason you need me, and I say this all the time, please do reach out. I am not one of those um, people who are going to see your message and ignore it. Okay, I promise. As soon as I see it, you'll get a reply. Um, my my pup is is crying for my out. <laughs> she is so spoiled. I haven't been paying any attention to her, so she's having a meltdown. Um, with that being said, I love you. Before I meet you, if you need me to, please reach out. Um, I am on Clubhouse now, um, as well. We actually have a panel of uh, other coaches and people alike. We have topics about abandonment issues, mother wounds, father wounds. Um, the healing process in general, um, intimacy, all kinds of things. We talk about it all, right? But that's over on Clubhouse, okay? So I need you to come find me. Um, if you need a direct link or anything like that, again, reach out. I love you so much. And you have a wonderful Thursday, okay? There's still time to turn it around if it is not going the way you planned. You have all the power. And I'll talk to you guys soon, okay? Have a great one. Bye, guys. Yay!